So, we're going to call this season, quote-unquote, six. Episode, quote-unquote, one. Of MR7. And you know what we talk about on here. We talk about what what I call the bounce back. Right? Bouncing back from periods of zero out of ten. Boom. Now, in your bounce back, right? We've done five seasons of this shit. When you bounce back, it involves a process of looking at that man in the mirror, right? Or woman in the mirror. Get me? The man in the mirror often, for those in recovery, it's not a man or woman that they either A, recognize, B, identify with anymore, or C, it's just utter disgust. You feel me? But I'll tell y'all now that the disgust, sorry, disgust, the disgust that whole embarrassment all of that you know self doubt all of that why the fuck would I do this <coughs> that's why I remember I remember when weed was the easiest thing to quit and I think back to um, back in that time and I remember you know a spliff would be like would, would spark a train of thought that would encourage thinking such as that thing that I did five years ago why the fuck did I do that boy meanwhile it means nothing but you're gonna see the man in the mirror and you're gonna have to face the realities decision-making process of the man or woman in the mirror, right? Yeah, you might brush your teeth, and if you brush your teeth, please don't fucking scrub your tongue onto the fucking uh, tap. That's nasty, right? But if you're going to be looking at the man or woman in the mirror, and you're going to be saying, things need to change here, right? That's a process that is best done solo. I told this story earlier today, and I'm going to tell it again, because I think it's worth telling. And I, I don't have to worry about saying respecting people's anonymity, because I don't even know this man's name. Just one of them dudes you know from the area. <laughs> This is one of them South Side dudes, you know? It's like, oh, you're from the South, I'm from the South. We dab each other up once in a while. Anyway, you'll never know my name. I'll never know his. But I get approached in the cigarette, uh, in the cigarette, in the street for a cigarette. 
and dude is telling me we get into a conversation I forgot how the conversation got into this but he asked me about drinking I said I don't drink uh, and he's like very clearly on the verge of blackout and he asked me how I did that and I managed to do that told him that essentially it's a process by which you must isolate quote unquote thyself you know this is not a radical approach or a mind blowing approach but I think there's a codependent thing with with addicts that the people that they're around with the most become their so-called best friends and they can't imagine life without them oh lord have mercy I can't lose my friends these people aren't your fucking friends boy see these people are in many ways your enemies Understand that clearly. These these people are your enemies. They didn't um, tell you to do anything. They didn't tell you to to go cop. They didn't tell you to go get in trouble. They didn't tell you to get into any bullshit. But depending on your level of fiendry, you may have gone farther than I don't know. You should have gone, let's say. Or the Innes, there's, there's dudes there right now, same thing, locked up for that, so, when you're on that process, you got to eliminate these people, these people are your friends, they're and we're enemies, and you're going to be alone, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this in the exact same way I told the person I told before, as I'm telling him about this being alone shit the dude is just staggering and swaying and staring at me blankly with glazed eyes in the street and you know I don't know if that is going to present some sort of um, situation in his mind as if I'm not ready to be alone Meanwhile, I never see him rolling with a crew or anything. So I'm maybe that's easier, you know? But straight up, you can't be with people, especially the people that, you, that not only were contributing to your downfall, but you contributed to their downfall, right? I've never even thought about this. I'm thinking about this now. Being the one who instigated the downfall of all the other people. I was never that person, but there was there people like that. Those people, they faced themselves in the too, right? They faced themselves in the mirror too. 
and depending on their level of sociopath or psychopath narcissism whatever it may be um fuck lost my train of thought give me a second narcissism yeah they you know depending on that level of narcissism they may not even care so really it's just you looking in your mirror them looking in their mirror you're regretting things and feeling guilt and naturally being a human being now that you're no longer quashing the spirit of humanism (laughs) spirit of humanism with um (coughs) substances but you know they ain't So, on that note, the question becomes facing these things and then having to, you know, you turn the tap off, you wipe down the the, the tap, you wipe it it down properly, you you don't just leave the toothpaste and you spray it all over the place, you wipe it down, then you bounce, you go outside, you get dressed, and you go hit the block, and then you go... And you're now faced with the world at large. The world at large of conventional 9 to 5 people or retail people. Right? You gotta go engage in this world. Alright? I'm saying this from the standpoint of like somebody who like quit yesterday, the day before, let's say. It doesn't usually work like that, but let's pretend that that person is the person that we're talking about. Alright? I'm running out of time here. I don't really want to extend this recording, so... Part 2 coming up. I can tell this is one's going to be some scratchy throat ah, shit. Oh. Yeah. <coughs> Just woke up. And... Heading to the final two days of a contract that has been, I don't know, wouldn't say the most lucrative because of the nature of what it is, but can't say it wasn't lucrative, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, you will always stumble across these contracts in non-profit or NGO land and they will seem as if yo this work is for something and at the same time I'm gonna get mine on the side right and that's the nature of it seems like this is the nature of variety of people OG's OG types this town kind of know um, but this is the thing is that it's coming to an end and I couldn't be more relieved because it's not necessarily a job that required anybody to be there <laughs> 
didn't require a job involved. I keep telling y'all, like, do you, do you, is your job crucial to you? Or sorry, is your job crucial because you are doing it? Huh? Or is it just the fact that, you know, it just be, it just be extra money for them to hire and train somebody? See? What is it about your job? What is it about your job that has you basically stuck? Is it the fact that you got a family? Is it the fact that you got a wife? Is it the fact that you got a car that you have to pay off? House you have to pay off? What What is it that is... I'm not, and trust me, I'm not coming on here to be one of these Instagram, like, yo, quit your job now, type people. I'm just asking. What is it about your job that you, if you don't do it, if you don't do it, they're up shit's creek? Or, you know, is it something that any warm body can do and it's more the systems like the actual computer systems need to be maintained properly as long as those things are working right and the wi-fi is working everything can be accomplished that is that more what it is because i sense it's probably that I sense it's probably that. One thing about growing up in this town, in this fucking government town, is you see the OG government types or the OG nonprofit slash NGO types. When you see these people, you talk to them and you listen and you see the challenges that they, they say they're up against. They were and are up against. They've seen ex-governments, you know, they've seen ex-prime ministers, ex-number of prime ministers, and at times their jobs have been on the line, you know, and they've really been out there, you know, and so there's almost like a, there's like a wealth of knowledge there you can tap into. Now, not everybody has this. But if you live in the capital, if you live whatever the, whatever the, whatever province you live in, whatever the capital is, if you live and work there, you got some some people like this, <clears throat> and they're more than more than likely willing to talk, right? So, if they're more than likely willing to talk, maybe pick the brain and see if they look back on their life and they say, "Wow, I really contributed to some shit." Or it's just I needed I needed money and this is the easiest thing. I think of at the time I seemed to be good at it only because at the time being good at something was you're not a complete fucking idiot and you can operate a typewriter. Give me one second. Sorry, there's this whenever I'm recording I'm staring directly at a variety of plants and there's this one that I'm like is this shit struggling? I'm gonna go deal with this. Anyway, now, 
some of the other jobs, right, that you end up doing in life, one of them, one of them in particular is about you as the individual. They need you, you specifically. Other people who've come and gone because they don't gel with the, I don't know, I don't want to I mean, I want to be anonymous here, so quasi-anonymous even though I, <laughs> I want to be anonymous even though I've already I've already exposed many things anyway um, I want you know you want to make sure that you are a the right you're the right fit for a certain job because many people have come and gone and they've all been essentially complained about and whined about and you know People have talked shit about these people and so on and so forth. And you're kind of saying to yourself, okay, so where do I fit into this comedy of errors? You know? Um, and I love, and I hate this because I hate it when it's done in regards to you, but then like when it's done in regard, when, when it's done in regards to somebody else, it can be interesting. The administrative gossip. <laughs> the administrative uh, sort of... Well, there, there, there's administrative wars as well. But also, like, the administrative talk, like... Oh, so-and-so is no longer working with us. Okay, why? Then you're not going to ask. You, you don't directly ask why, but you know the OGs in the area... And the OGs could may not even be like high, 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 high up people. It's like a person that's been there five years. Just like, you know, secretary or something or a receptionist or operates some area of the fucking place. Talk to them like, yo, what happened to this person? Oh, they, they did this. Or, oh, they acted like that. I guess I can let something slide. One thing that I was told, um, so I get, there's one particular job that I get, and I guess three other people had been, had done it before, (laughs) and I'm like, what the fuck? And what I, from what I was told, one of them, I have no clue what happened to that person. They quit, whatever, they got fired. Uh, one of them treated keep in mind this is human services right one of them treated the uh, the people they were dealing with people with addictions issues right treated them like a research project right so without really knowing too much more detail I'm envisioning like you know a fucking Carlton student or something like a University of Ottawa student who's like using these people like as, a, as like a focus group or something you know what I mean something like that then the other person just got fed up I think that's what happened I'm like alright well, <laughs> I'll play I'll play this game play the game you're like yo this is the illest shit <clears throat> You have to talk directly 
to people with addictions directly in in a very not to sound you know corny intimate setting right you're sitting there and you have to somehow break it through them and a lot a lot of them will never learn many of them will never learn many of them will only put like this they may never learn but they'll take some they'll take one single piece of content and then it'll stick with them because it was funny or because they relate to it because they listen to it on their own time I use different YouTube videos and podcasts just to get the message across and um, you can see the heads nodding It's weird when you get questioned about it too. Like the thing goes off, you click stop, and then somebody, then someone asks you a question about like in-depth question about the content or what you just showed. And you're kind of like, huh? Didn't expect y'all to be listening that deep, but give you an answer. Anyway, time to head out. Um, I don't give a really a fuck about today. Just, I'm just gonna go head out, do what I gotta do, come back hopefully early. All right, peace out.